Welcome back to You Never Forget Your First, the podcast where we explore directors' first films. So I'm Dom, I'm your host. We're going to introduce the man who's obsessed with coming-of-age films, Sparrow. Yep, I'm here. And the the man from Lithuania with all the movie mania, Ben Ass. Yep, still here. Still the beard, though. Still, still bearing beer. up. That's been pretty good. I've been watching a bunch of movies and TV shows. Not related to anything else in my life, I suppose. Um, <laughs> started watching this show called Dirty John on Netflix. Um, Dirty John. I've seen that. But it's based, Dirty John. But it's actually based on real life. He kind of gets into he gets into relationships and gets really underneath people's yeah, yeah, yeah. skin and so they can't get out. uses them right. and just leaves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a, he's a leech. But yeah. it's not based on a real... No, it's it, a true... It is. Oh, it is. It, is. Oh, it was wow. based on... Uh, he was caught in LA. Um, lawyer, I think, was writing up, uh, almost like a 80s podcast in the you know their version of the podcast in the newspapers and yeah that's what the whole uh tv show on netflix the original tv show because wow. i actually heard the, on i heard the podcast before seeing the show because i heard it was a good it's a good podcast yeah 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 it's and like then, um, it's a podcast called dirty john yeah right um which is the same it's similar to the show and then but yeah then the show the show is good it's eric banner um, yeah, yeah. Who I think oh, produ- I got, he co-produced it he i've got quite, time for eric everyone got has time for eric. eric he plays john boy i took a flight recently with eric banner with eric banner <laughs> And saw what? Can You Ever Forgive Me? Um, with Great Melissa movie. McCarthy and, and uh, Richard. Richard E. Grant, who yeah. was hilarious. I thought he was brilliant. Also, um, not sure if you guys, because I only realised this recently, he was in Logan. What, Richard E. Grant? Yeah. What? He was the fucking scientist in Logan. I do not remember that. And there you go, because neither did I. <laughs> I don't remember that. I just remember Steve Merchant being that... Um, yeah, the bald, weird bald guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stole the show. The second time Cabal was cast again. That's, yeah. in, that's insane. Yeah, he was, he was in that. I, I need did. to rewatch that. Same. Uh, yeah, it was only because you suggested uh, watching... Logan Noir. Noir. Yeah, so I watched it. I was like, yeah. that's Richard... I Richard. still need to make time to watch Logan Noir. For anyone who'd seen Logan... Um, it's a it's actually and- really good. I, I was I was... Doubting before, but yeah. after watching it, it was to see it. you were, you were pretty anti Norman <laughs> Yeah, I was like, it's, it's, it's basically the Logan in black and white, regraded. Yeah, but it, it's, it looks uh, incredible. It's really good. Um, I liked it. Either way, back to can you ever forgive me? It was really cool movie, really solid yeah. idea that I did not know about, and it was a true story. Yeah, which uh, is, seems like, pretty rare these days. Yeah, but it's such a great story. And though, Melissa McCarthy, it? I love her in more more dramatic roles. Yeah, I think she's got I really good. Overusing those comedic roles, yeah. Where, where I think that's we, how she kind of got became a household name, but actually, Bridesmaids hit it off. And Bridesmaids then did. It, it, it was a high bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but with with that, kill, uh, can you forgive me? I thought that was that's that role that she she needs. Mid nineties hasn't come out in the UK yet. Yeah, no, but, but I've you, seen you, it. You watched it? Yeah, a top movie. Uh, yeah, I really want to. really want to see. Remind me of my childhood. Uh, Skateboarding. A little bit, yeah, but I was mostly an observant rather than a skateboard myself, anyways. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I was literally the kind of like the kid that um, that's the protagonist. You're the- a phony skater. Phony skater, that's <laughs> that's me. Uh, I suppose I could barely do a kickflip. Phony skater. Should we get into the the film this week, which we the teased m- really confusingly at the end of the last episode? The one of the hour, yeah. <laughs> Not sure anyone would know what it is. And frankly, Neither after asking around. Not a lot of people have actually seen this film. Well, not a lot of people I know, but I think a lot of people saw it when it came out. So the movie this week is Don John by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Don John is uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's directorial debut. 
obviously JGL has been in the spotlight for a long time. Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Ten things really? I hate about you. Ten things I hate about you. Uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, um, Five Hundred Days of Summer. He's been in so many sp- uh, commercials yeah. as well. I mean, that's where he's. I think he started his career at like three. Wow. Like early. That's early. So because. Uh, can you even have an agent that young? <laughs> well, you, you can have my mother, client which here. literally just threw him into the yeah. Into, um, so because uh, you have to remember, he quit acting to go to college. I did not know that yeah, for a little while. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, he every did, day's a school day. He, yeah, for him as well. Um, so he did that, and because after like quite an extensive period of like an acting, I suppose he he left to. Just try to be normal for a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, that explains a lot about him as a person because he comes across like a yeah, like yeah, a normal yeah. guy, like a grounded, he yeah. grounded guy, grounded yeah. guy. He doesn't seem like he's. And when he came back, he was like, you know, Hollywood. Um, I'm actually, I actually want to do films that actually that are actually good, that yeah. stand to be good. Yeah, um, not just do it as a paycheck. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, a little bit of trivia for that one as well. Um, on this podcast, we'll mention Nolan. And he'll know that. Of course, we'll mention Nolan. So in Inception, Nolan, whoop, yeah, um, which has Joseph Gordon-Levitt in exactly. But that role was meant to go to James Franco. I heard that. That dropped out. That's interesting. I also heard that Leo's role in Inception was meant to go to Brad Pitt. I hope not. <laughs> Brad Pitt and James Franco nah. in Inception would be, be very no, different. You'd be way intense. It would have been. In- yeah. It would have been interesting to see Franco in that role. Actually, yeah, I just I, can't I, take I him seriously. He, I think ever. he'd work, but I, I mean, yeah, I, 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 don't, like, I think it would have taken some it would just be departure different. from what he usually does. Yeah, and I mean, I just can't take Franco seriously. That also means Franco might have been in Dark Knight Rises, which would have been a bit weird. I doubt it. It's a lot of maze, but imagine James Franco as a fucking Robin. That's can't imagine it. But what I can imagine is guess. the synopsis for Don John. Do it, man. Do it. So, a New Jersey guy dedicated to his family, friends, and church develops unrealistic expectations from watching porn and works to find happiness and intimacy with his potential true love. Sounds like MTV. Mm. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive right in. I think the um, really interesting thing about this film is that I just can't think of anything that is remotely like it, like in terms of subject matter, going in on like a person's habit this much you yeah know? he tackles that quite aggressively doesn't he like yeah. just full on like straight from no the be- straight from the beginning no apologies here yeah. like the very yes, first I'm scene showing porn there's, there's, right a lot, there's a lot of images yeah. there's a lot of images but i just think even in i mean if in obviously <laughs> we should really should start saying this before we start doing the film but obviously spoilers i think by this point we should stop saying spoilers <laughs> spoilers <laughs> go watch it come back listen to the to the podcast but um even from the very first couple of minutes, it just goes straight in on the habit. I think it takes like an, well, for me, I, would, I wouldn't say a twist because that's the wrong word, but an unexpected turn yeah. in, 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 the, in the of, film. Yeah, is but it, it's also in terms of romance movies because this is a romance movie. Yeah, yeah it's in true. In such a different landscape. It's such an interesting yeah. ending. It's just, yeah, it's so different. Yeah. Well, I think. I know, I think, yeah. I think that's really interesting. I know that JGL said that the film was born out of... Um, he was think he was thinking about the media's impact on people's lives and how it gives you like a unrealistic image to go yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. how that kind of ends up shattering people's expectations in real life, which yeah, I think is real really life is more interesting than most of the time. Yeah, but did you guys notice the? Okay, they did show it in the film as well, but when they were at the movies, they showed the, the Anne Hathaway the posters. I mean, Anne Hathaway, yeah, and yeah. special someone chanting within the movie. Um, Do you know there's a poster in that scene which is Emily Blunt and John Krasinski in another saw that. Yeah, fake? Yeah, I did see that, yeah. and it's like he kind of paints a, a good picture of it in a weird way. I mean, it's obscure, 
probably infatuated with New Jersey culture by some point. Yeah. Uh, mainly because of, um, you know, that whole culture of uh, going to clubs, fucking bad, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's literally what MTV from 2000 onwards was give, gave to people. Yeah. And it's Which like, is what he probably grew up in as well. Yeah. Right? And, and that's the culture that raised the people that were watching this film now. It has come out in like 2013, so people that were born in like 1998 or whatever uh, were watching this film. We should mention it came out in 2013, yeah. so I mean it's far six years old now. Six years old. Um, it was it was um, filmed on like a f- up to five mil, three three to five. Yeah. Similar budget to Get Out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The previous episode. Uh, what's different to Get Out is it took in forty-one mil, so way below Get Out yeah. suspect. But right? still, I mean, still pretty. No, it's great. It's just the fact that it's it's a different subject matter. It's a romance romance movie, and yeah. it was advertised as such. Well, I think this is the interesting thing about the film is that it's not about porn addiction. It's Mm-mm. about the unrealistic expectations that yes, it can yes. give you, and how that shatters your reality yeah. of other people or potential partners. Well, it's not you know, just that. It, it was called Don John's Addiction for a long time. And then he cut, oh, okay. he cut the addiction yeah, bit yeah, because yeah. he was like, this is focusing too much yeah. on the wrong bit. Yeah, yeah. But that's about a lot of things there. I mean, obviously, porn is the main thing. that Kind of like, catalyst for the... Yeah, catalyst analysis. for him yeah. to fuck up his relationships, yeah. which it does. Yeah. Uh, but it's also the same thing for his uh, toxic male masculinity, how he, how he shows himself in front of his father right? yeah play with tony danza <laughs> yeah if you can all the scenes ever with them are dad, brilliant man tony danza is ripped yeah he is hold, ripped hold me closer tony danza <laughs> hold me closer tony, tony danza, danza baby it's jokes Dan- when they um when the father and the son like square off to each other oh yeah they stand, when like, stand you, you love this girl yeah i do yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> i do i do i do yeah so that's what i mean it's like uh just this poisonous almost kind of like thinking you know in front of his dad is to try to stand stands up but yeah. he's only feeding off because of his dad is the same thing yeah right? so he's definitely um it's actually very forward thinking when you think about it it's not just about porn addiction it's no sure. not at all i think um, that's the miss that may have been the misconception with yeah, this film absolutely. yeah i think so but the trailer the trailer which i think one I honestly think it's one of the best, one of the best trailers. trailers. Yeah, I it's got to be. Trailer it's got to it. be my it's so good. I think it? it's personally my favorite trailer. Yeah, I th- if you've not honestly, seen the trailer for Don John, just YouTube it because it is it's so so well put together. I just um, it's like a short. In I would, it's like a short in itself. Yeah, it, this was produced by obviously Voltage Pictures, independent yeah. hit record films that he owns. Yeah, he, he uh, so Joseph Gordon Levitt owns a hit production record. company called uh, Hit Record. Yes, and I'm actually part of that community. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've been part of that community since. Uh, no, about 10 years now um, and what do you do there they just throw up a bunch of like music or uh, art or short films whatever it may be and there's no copyright on it all you can do is uh, remix it dabble in it and it, you can actually uh, add to it right yeah so um, he released a bunch of um, hit record for TV actually a lot of people get paid because of this production through a bit yeah yeah um, so that's where I heard it first. I was like, well, about Don John. Yeah. Cause he was like, yo, I'm making this movie. I think there's some scenes where, where people from the hit record community are like in the film, the club scenes and stuff. Yeah, possibly. Cause yeah. he, a uh, bunch of times he was just like, I'm shooting this film. Yeah. Just come down here if you can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's where I heard it first. And, uh, 
can I just say I, I love I love the scenes with all the guys in the club. Oh, the boys with the boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time he sees a girl and it's it goes on his face, it's like ding, ding, yeah. Yeah. and then they start dancing. But oh, um, shit, dime. Because what he wants is he wants a meaningful relationship. Yeah. And he doesn't, but he just can't get he it. He can't get it because yeah. he keeps... It's not just the porn thing, but I think a lot of it starts well, there. It's an addiction to porn. Yeah. Because, I mean, I suppose porn and the act of it just acts in the same way of, as drugs do. Mm. Uh, it's just serotonin to the brain, yeah. uh, right? So every- it's Benas with the science again. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the Benas science part of the podcast. Um, so, no, it's just... Anytime you do it, it's just like you feel good and you just want to keep feeling good. Yeah. Right, so he can't do it because he can't commit to actually listen to a person. But when he's forced to at the, by Julia Moore, the, the actress, not like the character Julia Moore. Yeah. She's in the film. Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah so he's forced to listen to Esther, her. Esther, that's her name. Esther, that's yeah. the one. Thank you. Um, yeah. So he listens to her and he actually he- hears what he likes and he, after that, he enjoys l- talking to her because he actually goes up to her then. Right. So, and it, I thought I thought what was really interesting about her character was that she, when she approached him, she was like trying to be a normal person, like yeah, have a laugh yeah, or like yeah, what yeah, are you yeah. doing, and he yeah, was yeah. really hostile to it. Well, he was watching porn at the same time he just yeah, met in, her. By in the, the way, lecture. when Esther first start, there's a bit where she's like copying his homework. Um, oh yeah, oh, yeah. And, yeah. and basically John is like he's like lending it to her as a favor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she keeps like pushing him. And eventually yeah. he's like, well, I'm just, fu- I'm trying to help you. I'll just fuck off then. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, so it funny. Good. She keeps, keeps pushing his buttons and he, he reacts like, he just storm- quite childish. He just storms like, off, doesn't he? Yeah, because yeah, like- he does not have to react to a normal relationship anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because exactly. he's been so desensitized by this whole fucking porn business. Yeah. Um, so well, I also think there was like another, as like a triple angle to the movie, which is that Scarlett Johansson's character seemed like the perfect fit for him. But actually, she's the fucking worst. She was the worst, yeah. And when they meet, have that post break, um, oh, that, at a cafe, at the cafe, the post yeah, break yeah. Kind of meet, and it's quite clear that he's kind of moved. He's just over he's, it. He's yeah, trying yeah. to do his thing. He's and grown. She, yeah, she hasn't exactly. She's still. She's still that same. Very selfish. But she won't admit any. I think the, the key doing. thing is she won't admit any wrong. That's, that's what I mean. His growth was really shown for this film, throughout this film. Yeah, which is cool. It kind of felt like a like a much smaller in the movie. That, indie movie that it needed to be because it obviously had the stars I was thinking about this earlier I was thinking the locations for this movie are mm. Don John's flat right club the, yeah. the club yeah. the night school yeah church the church the shop which is where's the there's, shop there's a shop where they buy stuff which I was going to bring up oh yeah okay, where, yeah. where he's, he wants to you know when he wants to buy the oh, cleaning he, products oh yeah 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 the she, shop they go like, back to that yeah Hilarious scene, by the way. That was a great scene. Well, well, actually, I, just, I thought it was quite just to finish. I thought it was actually kind of it was funny, but also kind of sad because it's like because she just she's just not willing to acknowledge and it, basically she doesn't actually care about him at all. Yeah, because he's like saying this is something that I like. You know, yeah, there's only yeah. a few things I care about in life. Yeah, and he's like I, I like and he says like I like cleaning uh, my pad. And yeah, she's like, she's like no, I just sweep with a broom. You know, yeah. he's like, you, know, <laughs> you gotta get the Swiffer pads. You gotta <laughs> get the Swiffer pads. <laughs> but she, he's Are like, we talking about the Swiffer pads? <laughs> he, he's trying to like outright tell her that this is like what he needs, and she's like, no. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. no give. It was. Yeah, it is was, a bit sad yeah. that scene actually. But going back to the to the um. To the budget thing, I mean, you know, oh, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I don't know how much it would have cost to have made this on a smaller budget, but there, there are probably six or seven main locations. Yeah, yeah, word. And you yeah. film those in like you know, with minimal characters. In him a club, and his I suppose two you friends. have extras. You have extras, yeah. But then you have Julianne Moore and him. There's only ever really two primary people in a scene, 
I don't mm. think there's Off ever the family scenes. Well, the family scenes. That's true. Actually, the family house. The um, the daughter. Intense, she though. only has that yeah. one line in the whole film. We oh, we got we got to talk about that. We'll yeah, uh, I'm sorry. You just can't say the daughter. <laughs> say Brie Larson, bro. Brie Larson. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You forgot this earlier. Yeah. Is this Captain Marvel? Is that right? Yeah. That's you gotta, the so one. I need so to, Brie Brie Larson's in this film. She plays Don John's younger sister. She's in every scene that the family's in. Yeah. So it's an. I think it's an hour and seventeen minutes into the film. Give or take her. She suddenly just has has her one line of the whole film yeah. where she basically says what the audience is thinking which yeah, is yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's a good thing that she broke up with Johnny because mm, she didn't she don't care about she him. don't care about him and that makes everyone like just well, there that, you go that kind family of thing. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. shut, shut yeah, up exactly yeah <laughs> um, I love the family dynamic in that film uh, yeah. like the dad just eating spaghetti watching, uh, watching football getting a bit irate oh, yeah. short tempered hey, lo- you're not even looking I love how <laughs> yeah, the TV's on the whole time what's Was- her name what's her name Don John obviously went on into DC. Oh yeah, of as, course. As in Rises, Brie Larson is going to be Captain Marvel soon. Coming up Nick this week. Scarlett okay. Hansen. Question is, what's Tony Danza going to do? Well, Scarlett Hansen's Black Widow in Marvel. Tony Danza. <laughs> Tony Danza is know. the mentor. Yeah, it's interesting that they're all they're all kind it of. It was just a weird little thing that I caught on. I was like, how can we have three superheroes in one movie? Yeah, it's odd. I hadn't yeah. seen it before. I guess at the time, but, they, they didn't know. Um. Having said this, you have American Psycho, you have Christian Bale playing the Batman, and Jared Leto playing the Joker. I mean, wow, obviously, I oh my god, I did oh, not think Batman about that. kills the Joker, obviously, in a brutal way. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, but, you know, that's interesting. Truth. Back to DJ though. DJ. Back to DJ. Um, I, I might be wrong. It might just be the stream that I watched it on through iTunes, but I thought that just going in on an indie filmmaking aspect some of the shots were like a little bit out of focus sometimes yeah. no, you're right, you're and right. there was a li- you could see where the cellar tape un- was holding things together which I don't have a problem with at all but I just found it really interesting you know going back to what we talked about last episode um, you know five mils not an indie budget and this is of this is of a similar budget size to get out but I just think it's, I felt like this was more even more indie in a way even though it's got a similar budget, you know. I feel like it's, it's interesting. It's, it's just because it's just not. It's the subject itself is not a cinematic enough. Yeah. Um. I mean, with Get Out, obviously, uh, you have like this horror picture, right? So you can see it on a big screen. But this kind of film, you know, it's a romance film. Sure, you see it in the big screen, but you know, you don't have high expectations of this. You know. Yeah. So yes, this will be as indie as it goes. I mean, uh, I've seen numerous. T- weird films of uh, on romance and stuff like uh, probably my favourite one was Going the Distance that's Going the Distance nice uh, it was good I don't care whatever fuck <laughs> this is your this is the extent of your chat on romance from there you go that's all you're gonna get yeah <laughs> um, anyways but yeah with this film I did feel there was some unnecessary shaky cam as well there was like a there was a, yeah there was certainly during college scenes college scenes mainly yeah I think it was like one of those shortcuts to like him kind of yeah, him, but him changing, I enjoyed right? it. I, yeah, it wasn't I d- like it. It didn't distract me. It was like, oh, what, what the fuck was no. shaking for? No, it was fine. I also thought all the, the r- all the riffing in the movie scene. You know, all the the movie scene where they kiss and the camera spins around them. I thought that was brilliant, actually. Yeah, that, I was gonna I was gonna say it reminded me of La La Land, but actually, this came up before La La Land. Yeah, but it definitely did. But watching it's, it again, yeah, I know what you mean. It's just because it's like the music, because it obviously it's, it's deliberately made to be like that scene is obviously super stylized. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think romance movies and stuff like La La Land, like musicals, they have a tendency to move the camera in a really extravagant way to 
to emphasize oh yeah yeah, yeah. A, a emotion or a scene scope aesthetic and, yeah. and notice all the lights behind the popcorn flashing yeah, when it went around going off, that's yeah. a pretty it's a, it's a great shot that it is a it's a good shot it's actually really good i mean I, I don't mind it um those stylized shots because it was like well yeah I, they, they got a story narrative point of view i guess something yeah, yeah i mean also i knew that so like for in the beginning, he says that, you know, uh, porn is better because, you know, I can, can do this, I can do that. Yeah. Um, I can do this with a girl. Um, so in that sense, when he when he's doing those kiss kissing scenes, you know, this is like the expectation. Yeah. You got to remember, this is only his... In his this, mind. This is how he perceives this. Yeah. Um, so this is not really Reality. how it looks, right? Yeah. In a sense. Because uh, this is just him like, imagining obviously performing the act but at the same time it's still his how he perceives the mind and in his mind at that point when he does those kids when those kids happen he's still at that point of watching porn isn't he yeah I was so f- his it's always over fucking done i always yeah. thought with that he's like because the whole point when they go to the cinema he's like i hate me i don't really like movies because everyone thinks they're real but yeah, yeah. it's kind of made up and then and then just after that, they has the the most kind of cinematic, overly yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. Yeah. dramatized thing. I don't yeah. know whether it's because because he's just been in the cinema, um, that in his head it's like that, or it's just to make the point that I think it's almost like he's uh, it's almost also like he's falling into her world a bit. Interesting. I just thought because uh, well, you know, he, he, this guy that literally watches movies all day, I'll I'll be fine. Porn movies, yeah. He he believes that those are better and those are real. Yeah. Whereas these people go in to watch these films, he he looks down on these people just because yeah. they're not real. And neither that is real, neither this is real. Nothing. And that's, none of those. That's also referenced when Julianne Moore's character says, um, Esther says, uh, they're just acting in yeah. these films you watch. And yeah, he does yeah. that look where he's like, what? And <laughs> what? just walks away. No way. <laughs> no way. I think I think also that's something I really liked was that he was he is kind of a stupid guy at times. Like he doesn't even know about his history in his browser. You remember that scene? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, what? And she's yeah, like, don't tell me you don't know about this. He's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, it, let it, me show you. It's almost as embarrassing yeah. <laughs> being found out yeah, that you no, didn't even know about the fucking Here's a joke when she's like, when she initially quizzes him on it. It's like, when did you last watch porn? He's like, I don't know, when I, when I was a kid or something. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he's so weird. He does a good job of of the guy, of playing Don John, where he doesn't. But that's, that's what I mean. He doesn't know what's going on. Just had to be influenced by this MTV generation of New Jersey things. You yeah. know, those. those um, I I agree with like you mostly. I think yeah, because he literally plays the type of cat that it's like. Forgive me for this. Uh, siblings again. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Vanessa's siblings. Uh, two of my sisters. Second episode in a row. Two of my sisters, they watch that show. So I happen to see it. Yeah. And all they care about is uh, I don't know, tanning, getting their clothes clean, and gym. So yeah. And that's it, what's referenced in the trailer. Exactly. The that's trailer what I mean. has this. What does he give right, a shit about? Right, right. Paired, car, yeah. family, exactly. church. Right. Yeah, although Girls, boys. MTV has three, this yeah. guy has a little bit more. Yeah. It's the same thing. That, yeah. I, I just no, could, that's true. I just got to shake the feeling that this was had to be like influenced by this. He wanted to tell the story about like maybe addiction, maybe like um, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, interesting. The course. What this is maybe gives me not the night course he does. What what is the course in? Because because he work, he keeps saying because he. He's, yeah, a, he's, a a, he's a barman, but he keeps. That's so he, good, he, actually. He's a, a good question. <laughs> he's a barman, but he keeps saying that he works in. Is it hospitality or um, Wait, the or service industry? Service industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but and, she and brings she him up on that. She calls him out. Yeah, so you, so you're a waiter. He's like, no, I'm a bartender. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's, yeah. A, but oh, he's yeah, a, no, now. He's, no, but he's no, quite no, happy. There's real truth to that. 
like being a bystander myself, you just can't look lower than him. Yeah, yeah. But he, he, he only does. Him. He holds himself in mm. this regard. A, but it's standard. Made it, he yeah. only does the course because Scarlett Johansson gets him to. Yeah, she forces him but, to but do but it. But we know Esther does it as well. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I don't know. She's like, do you know who was almost cast as well? Who as who? Uh, as as Don John? Who? Channing Tatum. Oh, and he's in the he's in the he's in the because they're really good friends and shit. Yeah. But and then he decided to is play, that because it, play it himself. Chad is that did. because he was like just feeling a bit uneasy about you know starring and directing? I think so. And, and we talked about this earlier, but obviously our boy Christian Nolan hashtag come back on. <laughs> he uh, he <laughs> actually boy. apparently he asked Nolan about it about this movie. Like he yeah, had an yeah, idea yeah, for yeah. a film. He was like, should I act in it? And he actually advised against it. Hmm. Really? Yeah. He actually said, "Don't." Well, I mean, obviously, I've, I've read this, but he said, "I think he cautioned him against acting and directing he because it's." I would say advice, like yeah. say, it's, it's no, got to be don't tough. Do he cautioned to him be, against uh, it. And Ryan Johnson, who's Joseph Gordon-Levitt's friend, because he made that movie Brick with him, Looper, Looper. Uh, they also Star Wars. He also read the the um, script and said it, it had something in it. No one's never acted in uh, his films either. So. Which I fucking love. Don't don't pull a Tarantino <laughs> on me, bro. I don't think don't no, do I don't think no one would ever act in his movies. <laughs> He's um, a strictly behind camera guy. Yeah, no, and it works for him. Gordon Levitt should have sent an email to uh, to Clint. He would have what, been asking a, about it. Yeah, oh, acting, but, acting, well, acting <laughs> Yeah, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, it's probably cost Scott Eastwood. Like, here's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think Channing Tatum would have been a good choice for this role. Yeah, like, um, he, he would, but he's also very predictable in that role. You know, yeah. everyone knows him as the guy that pulls at the gym. Scoring yeah. bears, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's Whereas true. Whereas JGL, he's kind of like the innocent guy. Yeah. You know? He's he's always he, been like that third he, kid from the... Uh, third third, third kid, kid from, from the rock s- from the sun thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A yeah. spin-off, that the weird... Spin-off. <laughs> <laughs> that Everyone's faces were like mangled. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, so you don't expect this guy to be like, you know, Jurgoff. What do we think of um, Esther as a character and Julianne? I thought Julianne Moore was really good in this film. Man, I thought she was the she was the perfect antidote to everything that was going yeah, on between. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, because I was watching this film, I was like, yeah, this this is well, this is pretty gnarly. Um, and then Julian Moore comes in. I forget. So Julian Moore, big time actress, right? Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she comes in and it's like she steals the show by just asking the most humanizing questions. You know, by this point, he's elevated to the point. It's like this guy can do no wrong. Uh, but then Julian Moore comes in. It's like, dude, you're addicted to porn. She plays it really well, but yeah, like you said, her, her the character takes it to a complete. That takes the film in in a, in a different direction and takes it to a different emotional level. Yeah, because she brings it out of the superficial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was. I thought she was really well cast like that. She was good. One of their initial meetings, Don John calls her like, "Hey, lady," and she's like, "Whoa, I'm not." Hey, lady. You know, your mum or something. Oh so, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm gonna have a problem if you keep calling me or something. Like yeah. That. So I think there's there's kind of um, you know, he's just in his own world, isn't he? He doesn't think that there's anyone else outside of going to the club and doing yeah, I mean, there was breaking a- and that's also I was just about to say just quick I think the the routine thing that we love about the trailer yeah. and, and that is actually kind of broken by Julianne Moore I think that's yeah. also quite significant um, the thing what I found this uh, to be truly interesting in a film sense is because it comes so late in the film because you usually have these kind of things coming you know the things that break your break your habits Pretty early on, yeah. like about maybe forty minutes in. Yeah, the this comes in way right. late. Like she comes in like almost like when she comes in, you you think like, hmm, this is the movie. That's what I thought. Yeah, Anyways. it is like a whole other kind of film. It's like a, a yeah. whole different arc. But yeah. they're in right? her house and stuff. Yeah. I think yeah. the film really needed that though. How much? How much of 
the pad, the boys, the girls. How much can you stand? The direction it takes at the end, and then the ending itself, the way they're kind of, it's it's not a kind of like, yes, we're married or whatever. It's like we're kind of just seeing how it goes. Yeah. That I thought was fascinating because it's unusual. Yeah. Um, the way it finishes with um, John and Esther. Oh, yeah. Just it was being really kind good. of like, yeah. But it ended in a more realistic place. Yeah. If you think about, if you literally think about where it was at the start, at the end, he's in a real relationship with a real person. He's mm. not in this like fake even the way it's shot, you know, they're in New York at the end, the oh, sun, yeah, sunlight's coming through. It's, mu- it's shot much more like a real relationship. You know what? Gave me a hint of 500 Days. I know it's a different movie, but it's a 500 Days of Summer vibe. Yeah. It's obviously because he's been in that film as well, but it's like, no, it's how how those, you know, um, in that film, 500 Days of Summer, I don't know if you've seen it, yeah. uh, there's a reality versus expectation, yeah. right? So an expectation is always elevated. It's like sun shining, Everything's, yeah, everything's good. Everything's amazing, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's how I felt like towards the ending. Yeah, yeah that's so true. Actually, just thinking, and that's ab- how you feel about relations when they're just starting, when they're just going good, right? Yeah. You feel like everything's amazing at a moment. Everything's amazing, elevated. I also think that just thinking about it now, the lighting and stuff, and yeah. with the cinematography at the start of the film, and a lot of it is like very blue light, very blue sh- and dim. Yeah, dim, which is like a, a laptop screen or a phone yep. screen. It's very it's artificial. Bit- artificial and something that you're hiding yeah whereas actually when you when it gets when the film gets later on and gets to the bit that Sparrow was talking about it becomes a lot more like natural light it becomes yeah. more real you can definitely see the natural in that low, those last few shots, shots. you yeah. can yeah. see the sunlight and I think it was held I, I think I honestly think because they could have you know it's important to remember all the Julianne Moore scenes are at night at the night school there's no like blue like pulsing at you or whatever. Yeah, that's so true, actually. But, you know, it's a very more natural, nat- natural almost kind of like where they're yeah. just chilling outside, just outside of college. College, uh, yeah. Night college, like, or like kids almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of brings them back to like um, just the beginning of actually, actually getting to know one another. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, you're just questioning things. You don't know where it takes you, you're just questioning things. But it's much naturalistic because, you know, you see the, sk- the skin tones, the way the light it's it's just more like real. natural real yeah there's no exp- there's no different expectation he d- he even dresses like a fucking school kid <laughs> like in a you club you see what he wears in the club those, those he, t-shirts yeah either a t-shirt or a waistcoat <laughs> and also, also we forget his hair as well she oh, tells yeah. oh, she gets hair, his gel getting, like out how his... much gel do you put in your yeah. hair <laughs> I, li- I actually like that as a kind of visual um, kind of statement like, when, when oh, she yeah, get, get breaking down of the, the character yeah, that's, that was a really good um that was good because yeah. his hair was quite an iconic part. But he, but he, he, he looks good, yeah. good without the gel in it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. That's that was a good one. To I pay. mean, shout back to Nolan. He did that in the following nine nine nine. Yeah. Uh, we'll Nolan, all of his main characters have slipped back hair. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, yeah. like Nolan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll cover Nolan in a later episode. I feel like we Why? can. Why? Let's cover him now. <laughs> no, it'll be like three days long. I can't do it. Yeah. Why <laughs> cover him ever? He's not that good. Oh, blasphemy! <laughs> should we bring up to listeners the fact that someone here fell asleep during the Dark Knight Rises? Oh, was it you, Benas? Hell no! Was ben- it me? Was it Sparrow? Correct. <laughs> oh no! I'm not ashamed. No, you should be. <laughs> I'm just a bad person. You can't be. So is Bane. He still, he was still there. You just yeah, watched. Well, you I mean, you want to got something in common? You want to. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted Bane to win, didn't you? No, did. this is your ally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was my ally. That's why I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, if Nolan was listening to this, he would. Oh, not, no, he'd not Bless be. Him. He'd, he'd not, not be, be impressed. He'd not no. be impressed. He tries. No, he he, get, he's, he does his films and stuff, doesn't he? His little films. 
his little films. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Tribeca, short films. I'll have those. <laughs> no, I'm uh, kidding. I like Chris. JGO. I have a big question, which is um, in researching this, I found out that he's directing a new film coming out called Wingman, apparently. It's been five years since since Don John. I'm going to spit it out there. In my opinion, Don John's a, a really good film. It's a really good directorial debut. Yep. Why um, six years even <laughs> since 2013? My maths is amazing. Um, why hasn't he directed anything else in the last six years? Well, the thing is with him, he's not exactly in... <sighs> He's been in the game for so long. He's not interested in like just purely directing, purely acting. He's he's been big time on hit record, uh, which is not really a foundation, but uh, community. Community, yeah, community. He um, that he's involved in, and he started with his brother. Whereas basically, you upload stuff and you just curate the bunch of people curate it, and they have a TV show as well with that, mm. and they make short films. They make. Uh, Songs, all that. Um, so he's not just uh, concentrated on one thing, which yeah. I, I think is amazing. You, I mean, through Hit Record, a bunch of people get paid anyways. Yeah. Right. I'm, like, I think what he's doing with Hit Record is wicked. It's That's, amazing. I um, just, I just, I guess I just feel like Don John is such a confident. I don't. Dire- really, I don't, definitely don't think he peaked at that point. No, but I think it's such a confident directorial debut. You, definitely. You kind of thought that maybe there was an, another movie in there. Of course, we've got question time on Don John. And uh, Shoot. this question is from, from James and he says, really liked Don John and what JGL has done with this story. What other kind of stories would you want to see him tackle as a filmmaker? So I guess the essence of the question is like future projects for, for yeah. JG, but also... Uh, Robin? Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> the, mo- the movie that you fell asleep in. It was like two minutes no. long, he would die. As soon uh, as he dons the suit. <laughs> I, did a- I did actually watch the end of Dark Knight Rises today, can I just say? Well, just for the kicks. I, enjoy, I just, I like to drop in on knowing this. But anyway, that's bad. That's bad one, to, one more time than me. That's a question. For me, I know and this is not a cop-out answer, but I would love to see another original written film by him and directed by him. You know, like another thing that he's gone in on that is different, because I felt like Don John was a was quite an original movie. Yeah, I think so. I just I, get, I'm just getting confused. Confused stares. What's everyone confused about? I would. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Tommy does. I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what he would do next. That'd be different. Or he could do. He could do anything like a horror or something. But I, yeah. I wouldn't know what I would kind of want him to do. But, want him to do. Yeah. But, but definitely be good to see him do more stuff. As a, like a pop culture icon, that he's been in like he's been in TV and films for for, for a long time. For, yeah, for a long time. Yeah. I would love to see him tackle. So you know, like Don John was uh, was like a, based on Don Juan. Uh, story and and it was modernized and just obviously upped up yeah. the ante and stuff. I would love for him to tackle those um, old old type of myths and modernize it, kind of like Neil Gaiman does with with Norse mythology, and he kind of modernizes it in a, in a different in a modern. So saying like era. what he's done with Don John, but yeah, kind of yeah, take yeah, another just story. like um, you know, like so more of the same. Then that's kind of an interesting answer. More of the same, but um, his look on these. Uh, so Don Juan, how it obviously everyone knows the story. It was it's how this guy for. Basically, he was just getting a lot of checks back in those days. Uh, but here, he although he does, he, he has modern problems. In this case, was pornography. Yeah. So those old school characters that didn't exist during technology times, how would they react? How would they react to it? Those old, old school characters. I think it, I think it, it is ground for that. Mm. Yeah, that's a good answer. Probably the best answer that any of us will give. <laughs> Vimeo shorts of the week. Oh yeah, let's go to that. Yeah. So these this is the part of the show where we do two shorts from Vimeo 
which we've all watched and we're not going to spoil, but we'll, we'll sort of talk about it a little bit. So the first one is, I don't actually know how you say this, 86th? Yeah, you've never so, been in 86th? No. Like, it's like a bar, uh, I think it's sorry, in bars, in bars uh, where, so like, okay, we're out of, let's say Jack Daniels, right? Yeah. Um, so like, oh, we're 86 Jack Daniels, we, we don't have it. Right. That's what it means. Like Which you're out. I, you're out. So when okay. he orders the sandwich, they don't have it. In. Hey, hey, don't. So, so this, okay, that's good to know. Do you know that? No, I didn't. Okay, so. <laughs> School day. What? <laughs> so this film is directed by uh, Alan Palomo. Um, and the, I guess the synopsis is full moon, all the crazies are out. Four CD <laughs> stories transpire over the course of one late night order at a 24 hour deli in the Koch era. Coke. Coke. Coke era. Era New York City. New York City. Yeah. Um, so the basic premise is a guy goes into a deli, yeah. orders a sandwich. Just what, before that, you've seen him take some drugs. Yeah, but what's important, you have to know this is Coke era, it means 80s. Yeah. Reagan era, uh, which also Hence means. 86th. Oh, interesting. <laughs> think about that one. And also the, the mask. The teacher gave, becomes the teacher. There's, there's a Reagan, there's a Reagan uh, mask. Reference, in, right? Yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which makes, um, makes more sense now. He yeah. basically goes in, orders this sandwich. Yeah. And. Oh. After taking drugs, after by taking the way. after taking drugs, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. all the stories of people who were in there talking Interco- in- interconnect interconnect. Yeah, I got the impression that he kind of was imagining some of these um, stories well, as well through his hallucinations or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong because I mean, I go, I don't go to delis anymore. Do they exist? I don't. Know. <laughs> Did you ever? <laughs> uh, no, like if I go to bars and shit, if I overhear a conversation, I do imagine it in my mind how how whatever event happens it happens in my mind so uh, I like to believe that that's how this uh, short film plays out and it plays out in a very cool aesthetic um, with like very very much 80s vibe yeah it's very interesting you put together isn't it yeah very very interesting original music as well soundtrack's tight yeah Yeah. I I really like the music did you guys ever play Contra like a a 90s 80s video game yeah that rings a bell Contra yeah because most of those scenes are like this is Contra so (laughs) I'm going to go in and say this is a little bit like Bad Times at the El Royale, where it's yes. basically oh. a, a location with multiple characters and you explore each of those different character stories within this one film. But okay. I watched Bad Times at the El Royale on that plane ride recently that I saw. Oh. Can you forgive me? On? <laughs> it's now your favorite film. And That's I had a, I had a bad time at the El Royale. I didn't... Let me I go didn't, a little hard on you then. I didn't vibe it that hard. Bad, bad Times, although I really liked... I'll, I'll get more reasons later. Um, but it was kind of based on four rooms. Coincidentally, directed by, like, I think, Rodriguez and Tarantino did a couple. Oh, sorry. Is that a movie? That's four a movie. Rooms. Yeah. Right. Which is like basically a, into... Start Eli Roth, by the way. Um, Tarantino directed some. Rodriguez directed some. Yeah. Um, They're like B-movies, right? Exactly. Yeah. Definitely felt like a B-movie. Um, Bad Times I really liked. Um, why? Aesthetic again. Yes, yeah. like, I think that's what helped this this eighty six film. Yeah, it's, it's, if you can hold the aesthetic together, um, I just don't want to pull pull it down to just costume designs. No story. Okay, you say it didn't have story, right? Uh, what bad that, times? Yeah, it did have a story. Like there was, how was there not a story? I don't think that there wasn't a story. I guess I just the caliber of actors in it. I was expecting it. Have you seen Bad Times, Sparrow? Take a guess. No. I think the caliber of actors in it, more 
interesting, interesting. stories. It's got, got some you big know. names in it then. Yeah, it's got Jeff Bridges, it's got um John Ham. John Ham, it's uh, got Regina King. King. Regina King. Who's the woman from Fifty Shades? Dakota Johnson. Um Is it Dakota, Dakota Johnson? Oh, yes. I just made that up. Yes. I think so. Tony Any- Dancer's daughter. Tony Dancer. Good vibrations. I think um I think eighty six it's eight by the way, if if anyone searches this, it's eighty six apostrophe D. If you want to find it it's a good watch i think it's um you know it I'm, brings I, it to the vibe that you've i love not been. i love link later and slacker and i love the different people's characters and stories yeah. i think in this it just was done i i prefer it when it's done in a more realistic way this was obviously uh dramatized dramatized uh, and that's, but i think that's kind of also interesting Clearly had money behind it by the way yeah so not, sure. i'm it's curious to, i'm curious to see it now it sounds what 86 Oh, bad times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bad. No, then, bad times was good. Yeah, El Royale. Yeah, yeah. Um, Should we move times. on to the next one? Yeah, go for it. The um, no, Fuck. I mean, you look. You got anything else to say about? Oh, the only thing I want to say is about uh, bad times. Is um, it reminded the film um, Identity with John Cusack? Yes, which was literally based on a motel, kind of same story. I remember that film. What happened to John Cusack? He probably held a boombox outside somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's still there holding it. <laughs> so the next film is. Um, is called uh, Dodgy Dave. Dodgy oh, yeah. Dave. Dodgy Dave. Dodgy Dave. So in England, apparently Dodgy Dave is term of endearment. Is that right? I haven't. It I haven't feels heard, like it. I haven't heard that, but I mean, who knows? What did you guys think of Dodgy Dave? Well, I really liked it. Uh, really thought the aesthetic. Once again, I'm all about the aesthetic. Aesthetic. Um, well, actually, we should say that the the film's directed by, uh, written and directed by Charlotte Regan. And the synopsis is an East End drug dealer has to take his son to work and spends the day struggling to connect with him. It's done in black and white. It is, what, 10 minutes long? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Ten, seven, no, seven, it's, seven, uh, eight, it's eight minutes long. Eight minutes long. Yeah, um, I thought it was, I thought it was you know, nicely shot, interesting story. I thought it was like a different take on uh, take your kid to work day. <laughs> 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 yeah, cool. Um, but also thought that the choice uh, to shoot in black and white I mean in this day and age you can shoot yeah. it costs nothing um, and to choose shoot in black and white means that you consciously thought about it and so this short film comes from perspective of a of a kid who's essentially like 11 or something Yeah. so a lot of things are cut and dry black and white to him you're bad or you're, you're, you're bad or you're bad good, or you're good. Yeah. yeah so in in the beginning his, his, his dad is just a piece of shit um, but you know they get bonding and stuff so it's definitely cool to to showcase that kind of uh, bonding between them in that kind of like where do you draw the line between re- being a good parent and providing for your kid yeah yeah so for that especially cool. with the end which we won't spoil but yeah, there's an course, interesting no. interesting um, thing that happens at the end of this and the fact that they showed it all in one estate was just like, was like yeah, yeah it was nicely shot that's in the, uh, end of movie making that's right there they did it one day uh, I'm not sure if they did it one day or anything, but oh, right, they showed it on one estate. estate. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Spire, anything to add on on Dodgy Dave? No, I liked it. The um, <laughs> I recognised the main actor from uh, Football Factory. Yeah. His name, Dave. <laughs> um, Probably. Yeah. Uh, no, his real name. But but, uh, is that the one with Vinnie Jones? Oh yeah. no, that's uh, Mean Machine. Oh, he's not Dave. Not Dave at all. No, no. Um, yeah, I like the black and white. Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, out of the two, 
86th is uh, is the one for you. Is the one for me. But no, no, Doggy Dave was good. I get why, because 86 just had so much vibe. Okay, there are two films for Vimeo Shorts of the Week. It's worth saying that both these are staff picks as well, so they obviously resonated with... Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Resonated course. with a lot of other yeah. people. As far as 86... 86... Man... That's one hard to pronounce. Uh, as far as that one goes, if you haven't seen Good Time and you liked 86, watch Good Time. Yeah. And then also the other way around, if you've seen Good either, Time. Yeah. Either way. Either way. Is Great film. Yeah. Also, you know, also heaven knows what. I don't know if you've seen that. That's Safdie Brothers' first movie. First, I think it's the first also. It's before Good Time. Yeah. That's oh, good. Good no, Time's no, a no, another, another buddy duress. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Um, that's true because the, the main actor of... Um, 86th is in this is in good time and, and also in heaven knows what yeah and so, the dop is uh from 86 is it uh is the dop of good time yep no really yeah wow yeah, yeah. that's same that's guy. a nice piece of trivia yeah same guy yeah okay well that makes a lot of sense yeah because i was like using the same I, crew. I was feeling the vibe and i was like well, i've seen it before i, I know what's going on <laughs> yeah no it's dope Okay, so we're going to tease our next film for the next episode. The director may or may not have danced around Los Angeles. He may have, may have not, but I think he did. It's like fucking jazz in class. Nice. And he's got an interest in space, presumably. Oh, yeah. That's an hard one to figure out. Yeah, okay. I know. He may or may not. It's Kubrick. Have an in- <laughs> he may or may not have an interest in a certain leading man that doesn't say a lot of words in a lot of his movies. Nicol- mm-hmm. Nicholas Winding Refn? Ooh, kind of hot, maybe. <laughs> we'll have to find out on the next episode. Um, so that's it from us. Yeah, good chat. Good chat indeed. So Alrighty. goodbye from me. Uh, it's goodbye from Sparrow. Take care. Goodbye from Ben S. See you next time. We'll have some chat. Have some chat. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs>